this oh one guy God. said to me, somebody said, oh, the, the wife said, oh, honey, kiss the lips that kissed Elvis. He says, why do I want to kiss the lips that kissed Elvis? You should want to kiss the lips that That's kissed Elvis. That's true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> well, it would have been a win-win. Guy, this, he said, why do I want to kiss yeah. Elvis? That's so funny. Wow. No. That that is and I had never, I had never thought about that. I've true. Kissed, I've kissed more guys because I kissed Elvis. And Damn. The, 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 uh, yeah. You kiss more guys than Zach at this point. That's yeah. an accomplishment. Oh. That's quite a bit. It's true. Well, <laughs> keep at it. Don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. It's the Heckleproof Comedy Podcast with Zach Bolton and Carl Lee and Maddie J. In this episode, TV and film actress, Marlon Mason. All right, all right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Heckle Proof Podcast. As usual, I'm Carl Lee. I'm Zach B. And I am Maddie J. And we got to show some love to our sponsors. Let's show some love to Chadwick's Pub for uh, taking care of us and also Hawaiian Hut. And the Courthouse Family Fitness. That is true. Get your workout on down there. We also got the Point Pub and Grill from Central Point and Medford, Oregon, serving up delicious food. And they gave us this awesome jug, which has been keeping jug. me alive and hydrated, hydrated. So I appreciate it. And also, don't forget, we always encourage you to get one because if you're on a hike <laughs> and somebody try to attack you, whether it's a guy or or what's a up cougar. in there, cougar. cougar. Oh, what's up? What are those animals in the mountains? Knock the shit out of them. This is just not to keep you yes. hydrated. This is to keep you safe. But you first must get a membership at the courthouse <laughs> so you can be able to lift this motherfucker. Carl, stop touching. You're not allowed to have that in your possession anymore, remember? It's a deadly All right, you're right. <laughs> and we're also sponsored right. by the Rogue Comedy Underground. Underground. That's true. And today our very, yeah, very special lovely guest. guest. We have. I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited because uh, this was uh, Levi. Our producer hit us up and and said he wanted to bring on someone special. And I when I and I was so excited you wanted to be here because it was last minute. It was like a few days ago. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, next to me is the most beautiful person <laughs> and amazing actor. I mean, we are uh, 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 we are so privileged to have you in the valley. So privileged. Aww. And I want you to tell the people your name and who you are. That's because you don't know my name. Marilyn. <laughs> Marilyn, I do, but I want you. That's because you don't know my name. I, I want you. I, introduce I, yourself. I, I, I want you to tell the people. No, because I'm 82 and I don't remember my name. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very nice. Well, okay, Carl, I'm can you tell them my name, please? <laughs> Nicely done. Okay, my name is Marlon Mason, and I live currently in Medford, Oregon. And tell us what you do. I know what you do. The fellas know what you do, but tell us what you do. I am a... Um, an actress, and I have written and produced, never directed, um, and there's a long story to all of that, but I started in television in 1949. 1949, she's wow. 82 now, remember I'm 82 that. now. And fine as she fine as shit. Born yeah. in 1940. Fine. She's almost as old as you, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon, I'm gonna move this a little closer to you. Just so you oh, yeah, okay. and Marlon, what's it like working with an elder? Carl, you know, well, no, she, he was great. I, <laughs> should I, be I, I have photos. 
I was her love interest. I, oh, I want to see. You I guys have, have appeared I was in a uh, film together. Yeah, I was yes. her love interest. Yeah. I have what? I have photos of him. Mm-hmm. I'm in You were in Out? I'm in bed. <laughs> yep, but I stayed. You were in Get Out. I stayed, though. <laughs> Marlon, Marlon is I the... I can't is, leave you, Miss Daisy. Marlon, you're the only woman so far I've heard proudly say, I was in bed with Carly. No, I was in bed with my champagne, oh. and he was... Standing Stay. in a towel. Oh, I was ma- standing over her, just like a chocolate shrek. It was. It was after. It was after the. It was after the. Yeah. Whatever. Right. The afterglow moment. Yes. Yeah. The, the pillow talk moment. Yeah, yeah, because when when I got asked to be in it, I thought, oh man, I'm about to lay up next to. I was excited. <laughs> I thought I was going to like do some get cuddling with. I'm gonna like, have a nah. love scene for real. They're like, no, you come in afterward. Yeah. She no, pulled that straight ex- up. I know. A-list actress, no, no. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was, I was this badass old lady, and I was getting it on with him and another guy. Nice. Yeah, that's right. That's nice. what it was. Yes. Yeah, were, that's it was what it was. was. It was, it was three yeah. of us. Hands yeah. out for polyamory. Yeah. Very well done. Wow. Where do we well find done. this movie at? Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. Oh, <laughs> you don't, you, you, yeah, I'm gonna produce this movie. I'm, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not watching this as soon as I get home. Where do I find it? <laughs> You've said so little, and yet I'm already sold on this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Starring you and Carl Lee. What was the movie called? Oh gosh, Levi. What Levi, was that what called? Was it called? Remains. Uh, there, the first one was. Um, Oh God! Now I can't remember because oh, we did two uh, of them. Guess who's Excuse coming me. To I didn't mean to swear. I, did I swear? Oh, no, you, you feel can, free. You, you can, can swear. fucking swear. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I don't give a fuck. I, 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 well, okay. I, uh, you guys, this is a classy lady. Okay, I know is. it's the first I, one that we've I, had I, on the podcast. Why, I, but that's why I love it because she's classy. But she knows how to get nasty. Yeah. Play. <laughs> she just told us how she was in bed with two guys, and she's like, exactly. "This is a classy woman." Exactly. So we well, to first? me, to me, that is a classy woman. You can manage two men. Good for you. Good for you. I can't even. Oh, I can't that's even, an assy woman. I, bar- I barely manage one woman, let alone two men. I just had to alone two men. And what was the oh, name of that movie, Levi? Oh God. Are you looking for it? Oh no. Damn it. Never mind. Remains, remains, to remains, remains to be seen. Remains and to be seen. I read for Brad to do a uh, the plan. Yeah, yeah. To co- to co-star with you in that. Yeah, nothing's happened. Nothing's with that. happened. No. Yep. And uh, I I was hoping. Yeah. So, what's your uh, what's your favorite genre of film to be a part of? Oh, any any of them. Just any of them. It's all the same to me. Yeah. yeah. You uh, do you find anyone particularly challenging? Like between doing something dramatic and something comedy, or maybe something that's more scary. No, the, the only time it really gets challenging for me is if the script is bad. <laughs> and I and I come from a lot of about 150 TV episodes. So okay. you so, understand what a bad so script you, looks like. So and the way I was trained, you treat it all like Shakespeare. Okay, right. so ah. uh, yeah. So take so, us back to when it all started for you. Because you're you're 82 and you and so you have yeah. a great history of this. So I want to know, man. I can't even imagine. So take us back to when the when the bug hit you to where you yeah. are now. Well, it's 82 years, and I'll try to do it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wind, rewind. Um, I, well, to start off with, in 1945, I sang "Santa Claus is Coming to Town" at a uh, uh, Christmas function, and I got that applause, and I. 
kind of trotted up to my mom and said, I'm going to be in show business. I'm going to be a singer. And I'd be, already been to the movies. I was just raised going to the movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved the ladies when they came on and sang, and I wanted to be a singer. Mm-hmm. Doris Day was my, mm. Doris Day and Betty Hutton yes. were my first two loves. And uh, in 1949, when I was nine years old, I did my first television show singing on the Doyo Dell uh, cowboy movie show. Google it. And it was right next to Paramount Studios. And I have a very clear vision of trotting over to the big, those wonderful wrought iron gates Mm. and looking through those and said, someday I'm going to be here. And so many years later, I was on stage 18 doing a series with James Franciscus called Long Street. Wow. And, and that Paramount and MGM were my two kind of home studios. Okay, there we I, go. But I worked all over. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, and then I did started doing live television drama when I was 15. Mm. That would have been 1955. How do, you, was, how do you pull off drama at 15? That's got to be hard. Yeah. Without that life experience of necessarily having. Well, I, I had done, you know, little local theater stuff mm-hmm. and, and high school senior plays. I was in all of those. I did six. And um, I, it, it just was a natural thing for me. And nice. I, was doing, mm-hmm. I was doing children's theater uh, at the Players Room <coughs> Theater when I was 15, around the same time, 14, 15 years old. And uh, it's just I, it, drama, comedy was all this, all the same. I just seemed to kind of know how to do it. Yeah, right. it, just felt it, right I, the yeah, first time you tried yeah. it. So and then so anyway, I did five of these um, uh, <clears throat> matinee theaters that came on every day from twelve to one. They were live out of NBC Studios. Live, and it started. It, it restarted a lot of career, uh, careers that were dead. And because there was so much work, you had these shows, every one show, every day, a new one. Different director, different cast. Different, it, was, it was wonderful. So I got caught up in that, and they liked what I did. So I was Dennis Hopper's sister. In okay. Constance Bennett. You guys probably don't know who she was, but she was a famous actress. Her sister, more famous, Joan Bennett. Mm-hmm. I played in Constance's daughter in one, and um, it, it was it was just great training ground there we go. for discipline because when you went on at noon, you went on live, and if you didn't know <laughs> you didn't know your lines, I mean you knew your lines. But the thing that was such great fun, there was an old bank building in Hollywood, and they had a, a section of the building with all these doors in this hallway. And when those doors were open, you could walk down in every one of those rooms. There was a different group of actors, and they were rehearsing for the for their show. Wow. And, and and you would rehearse there for for let's see, it would be you would rehearse there three days. On the fourth day, you would go to NBC and you'd block it all out for the camera crew, and you would run you'd do two run-throughs, maybe three, depending. And then on the fifth day. My mom got me up early in the morning. We, I was in that makeup chair early, and you try to do two run-throughs before the twelve o'clock show. Oh wow! wow. And uh, sometimes you, you only got one run-through. Yeah. But it was just all this rehearsing over and over. And there was a childhood star, um, Margaret O'Brien. She was then eighteen when we worked together. Um, 
I did, uh, that was my very first show, and I played her girlfriend. And I grew up watching her because she was, mm -hmm. she oh, was wow. a big star as a, as a child actress. Hmm. So it was, I mean, so I had to, I was with these kind of big wigs from early on. Yeah, exactly. And, and then a lot of those, uh, they had a lot of, uh, like Constance Bennett, her career had kind of just faded. And they were looking for talent for these shows. Right. And, uh, but to get, to get into that group and then get asked back over yes, and over exactly. was mm -hmm. just, you know, it, it kind of, it just, it, what, it, it wasn't something I was real conscious of. It, I just know that I was confident that That's I could it. do, I could do the right. job. Right, you're standing on the shoulders yeah. of giants yeah. and yeah. so you're able to. And so I it. can toe to toe with anybody. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I have. I agree, I agree. Heck yeah. yeah. I agree because what I appreciate is like once the, that conference come from, if they let it, they brought me in for a reason. And that's what helped me realize yeah. my worth yeah. in this field and it's called stand up. I was like, when I got brought mm -hmm. in to be with certain, I was like, I'm here for a reason. Not this isn't happenstance. Like I'm post like, oh, yeah. then I realized this is where I'm supposed to always be. Whenever I'm on the stage, wherever I'm like, I gotta be there. That's what I'm supposed to well, be. Well, and the other thing that's important to point out, I think a lot of uh, especially now, you know, like a lot of young people that have aspirations of doing film in any capacity, whether it's behind the camera or in front of it. Uh, they look at it and it seems so unattainable and it seems like there's so many people vying for those spots and why do I even try? And I hope like this kind of episode is something that inspires you to like take that shot because oh. it's certainly better to put yourself out there, see yourself yeah. in Paramount, even if you're outside the gates right now, mm -hmm, see yourself mm -hmm. in there doing what yeah, you want to do, point. visualize what you're wanting to do. And it's a great example. Like you all of a sudden might be working with people who you didn't maybe you don't feel like you belong and, and that's mm -hmm. a great point mm -hmm. if you get to that point mm -hmm. you obviously belong if you were chosen for that production you obviously belong right. and I think a lot of people feel a little less brave than you did in that situation yeah. or maybe well, they feel like I don't want to work too hard because I don't these are stars and I don't want to outshine yeah, yes and I think it's more like that's your time to stand yeah. among those people. I guess I was born, I don't know if there's a confidence gene or not, but I just had had confidence in, if I was gonna do it, I was gonna go do it. I, yeah. never, I never thought about not being successful. Right. And that's just, and I try to, when I do these, well, I, it, when, after I moved here, I started making my own movies. I, right. made, I made three shorts. And, and that was something I, I thought, when I did the first one, I thought, good grief, I can do this. I just made a movie. Yeah. And I had, and I wasn't afraid. It was just, I was curious. Mm -hmm. and, Get excited by and it. And I think if you can, I, I just try to stress to anybody watching this, especially if, you're, if you think you want to be in films or in any kind of thing, is just don't give up and be curious. And, and I always stress, if you want to be in this business as a filmmaker, Mm -hmm. then you've got TCM, you've got all this old film available. I like that, TCM, go, baby. <laughs> go back to the history. Yes. Which stands for Turner Classic and, Movies. Yeah. And, and why, why do some of those old B movies hold up today yeah. better than anything that's being made today? Because yep. it's all story and script mm -hmm. for me. That's, yeah. that's my thing. If, you haven't, if you've got a bad script, then that's a challenge for me. Well, and how many stories are there of actors saying, I knew I wasn't going to get paid for very much, but I love the script yeah. so much. 
work for nothing. I do. I work for for nothing almost in the in the independent films. I yeah. don't. Yeah. I, I'll you know I always say I'll sleep on the floor if it means I'm going to be working. That's well, it just shows you love your art. Yeah, it's the yeah. art. Well, exactly. it's it's yeah. just there's it's yeah it's. If you're in a, and I was lucky that I had parents that they knew if I said I was going to do something that they couldn't prevent me from doing it. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a lot of it, too, I feel like, the mentality. Yeah. The yeah. way you grew up is part of how, how you believe in yourself, too. And, and that's another thing I do when I do these film festivals is I str say to the parents or to people who have children um, that, um, I guess that's parents, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, that... Don't discourage. If your kid looks is interested in the in fish, then guide them towards that, and they may lose interest. But mm -hmm. whatever they're, whatever, no matter what it is, how minute it might seem, is encourage them, because that will just take them somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember and doing shows for my parents, like me and my friend. The band, when you in the music. No, no, yeah. like me and my friend and, and his sister, we weren't really necessarily talented yet, but we just loved film and we loved music and yeah, we loved okay. music videos yeah. were a new thing and so we would beg our parents anytime the adults came over some new adults came over <laughs> was like dope. let us put on a skit that's, for everybody oh, and so they'd eat dinner and then after dinner you know we'd be in the other room talking it out and playing yeah. it and yeah, we'd yeah. have our little skit and we'd yeah. come out and it was probably awful but you know god bless them they sat and and like encouraged it even though i'm sure yeah. it was like great. Um, like like eddie murphy raw you remember in the beginning <laughs> when the kids were putting on the shows for the parents yep. oh exactly. yeah yep. <laughs> and the little it's a very real singing, thing Ooh, I do why <laughs> and then eddie murphy little eddie murphy came up and told a dirty joke <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and the parents was like that one uncle samuel jackson was like he was the only one laughing that boy got yeah, talent exactly. that, that's all it took <laughs> that boy I, would do the, talent. I do the same thing growing up i'd do like i'd get magic sets and like to do magic in front that's of cool family. man or, or I'd do, or I'd like tell little cheesy jokes, that and that's I a sign. I mean, like if you're a parent and your kids are doing that, that's a sign yeah. they're interested in entertaining in some fashion, yeah. whether yeah. it be the, just writing the sketch or being in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And and do, and just whoever's out there, don't squash it. Just let it let it live don't and go. Don't squash it. I go, like that. Yeah, I like let that. it let it go where it don't squash needs it. to go. Yeah. Which is which is which is hard for people to do to let it go where it needs to go and that's well, and that's, well just that's people I mean they're, they're just a lot of weird people yeah. they gotta be controlling mm -hmm. and, and right. maybe they're jealous you have a lot of mm -hmm. parents who are jealous of their kids mm -hmm. talents Ooh, yeah. oh I totally, story about totally. That. I mean you I mean let's say you a childhood star you a child star so no you, well not really I but, mm, oh, yeah, 15 really. though well oh well yeah but back then, uh, uh, if you were 15, you were not treated like a child. You adult. <laughs> true. In some very yeah. disturbing yeah. ways. Yeah, you weren't the Gary Coleman type. Like, yeah, yeah like they Gary were very Coleman much treating you like you were 18 if you yeah. were 15. Well, you get, they, I, I was, I mean, more mature you know, at 15, and I still had to go to school on the set when I was okay. doing yeah. those live shows. Um, but that was only for that short period of time. And then it wasn't until after I graduated um, in 58, uh, I moved right to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. From My, where? From San Fernando. I okay. Was, I was okay. born and raised in San Fernando, yeah, okay, the San Fernando Valley. So was Carl. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. Carl. That's an inside joke because oh. I, I tour Carl's everywhere. from everywhere. Been everywhere so. You're a valley boy. Well, <laughs> I'm a time, valley girl. Every time we bring up uh, 
anyone's Anyone. location. Okay, Carl's like, oh, I know that because town. Because I've been there. I perform yeah. just oh, about every there. damn city. <laughs> oh, I'm from every there. Every little city of town. I've been I lived there, there for four days. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. That's funny. No, but what you what you said about uh, not squashing it. I actually had a conversation with my daughter's mom the other day, and <clears throat> my daughter's six years old right now, and so she's she's starting to get older, and we're starting to think about the future and everything, and I'm starting to put money away for her, and not necessarily for college. If she wants to go to college, then yeah, but I want to make it a point to where she has like enough yeah. money to pursue what she wants to do. Yeah, like if she's yeah. passionate about. Mm-hmm. Acting or science or whatever, whatever it may be, put money towards that. I want her to be able to put money towards. Not necessarily like this is money just for school. Yeah, because exactly. I I remember growing up, I wanted to get into acting, I wanted to get into music, I wanted to do anything that had to do with entertainment. I didn't have the means to do that. I didn't yeah. have any way to do that. I, could, I but and then I could get a job, but then my job's paying seven dollars an hour, and I'm not going to have money to travel to go where I need to go to be able to do that. So I want to get her to the point to where if there's something she's passionate about, she can pursue it. So I think that is an important message is, you know, if, you're, yeah. if, you're, if your kids have something they're passionate about, let them, you know, oh, yeah. let them do it. Yeah, just encourage it. Yeah, it made me totally. a good point. Totally. About, um, and, and, and you were in a good position because how, how did you hear about Hollywood like me? I didn't know anything about any of that coming up. I knew I loved all that, but I didn't know the process. Yeah. of I didn't even know Hollywood Studios. I didn't know any of that. You know what I mean? I don't know where to go towards that. So how did you know? Well, and that's what well, some kids don't know. How do I get there? I, I didn't know. And I really don't know how my mother knew. But yeah. I guess everything was by telephone. Right. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. new, and newspaper. Because how did you get your information? That's true. You, right. right. We, we, Imagine you know, as a parent. Up, You'd look up a studio yeah. and say, how do I get so, my kid into yeah. auditions? Yeah. So when when I said I want to be in show business, well, I, my mother had to have seen, oh, there's a, there's a TV program on, and TV was yeah. a baby. Yeah. And um, and said, would you, would you like to, I, ne- I was never forced to do any of it. She yeah. said, would you like to do that? Oh, yeah. Strike yeah, yeah, yeah why not? And I fun. still, I can still see that little tiny, that little tiny room and all the cables on the floor and yeah. the big old cameras <laughs> wow. and, and and my costume. I mean, I just can see that as plain as day. So now, now when you see the technology today, you're probably like, oh, "Wow, yeah. can you imagine well, if we had this back when I started?" Well, when I was away for eleven years, yeah. and I go back and the clapboard yeah. has little numbers going yeah. on. I'm going. Oh, what's that? Because they just went <laughs> clap. like that. And you just <laughs> clap. You got to clap. You got to clap. Yeah. You got to clap. Now, now Our you... producer Levi loves to do that. That's still Our producer clap. Levi has that. <laughs> oh, Levi and I have done a number of shows together, haven't sure we, have. Levi? But and, yeah. you know what's crazy? Like, I hear a lot of kids, like the Hannah Montanas, Mighty Cyrus, their journey, and, and a lot of, like, the Gary Colombo, they were, like, grew up in Tennessee, grew up in Michigan, but they would do local stuff. And yeah. then the bug would hit, and the parents were like, "We got to pack up. We got to move to L.A." Yeah, that was back and, when your parents yes, would do and that. That's what exactly, yeah. Maddie. Nowadays, your parents are like, "I'm gonna put you on a plane. That's when he You're would pack go up. See ya. Yep, and take <laughs> Leaf Garrett. <laughs> parents <laughs> took Leaf Garrett. <laughs> I went back. Y'all know nothing about Leaf Garrett. Y'all, know, but no. you know all those the kids that got in the Brady Bunch. All those those parents would pack them up and take them to Hollywood. But now, you can just do little skits. And put it on YouTube. Yeah, and get discovered. And get, yep. Yeah. That's how a lot of musicians or like rappers yeah. and actors and yeah. stuff, they get discovered now just by getting on YouTube, getting like hundreds of thousands of followers, and then all of a sudden they're famous. Yeah. It's crazy. It's 
it's all crazy. But it all seems, a lot of it seems very short-lived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, it is. Where are the long careers? I was yeah. talking with somebody the other day, and I said the business is just not show business to me anymore. It's, it's where I come from. That was the real Hollywood movie movie stars Mm -hmm. there are no movie stars Clooney in that group that's the last right that's there are no movie stars yeah well they certainly you know in the way of decorum especially there aren't you know it it used to be sort of a a thing if you were in that part of society you acted a certain way and you carried yourself with a certain amount of dignity and as as a lot of that went away even if you are a star in the sense that maybe you have a 10-year career depending on what you've done it just and how you are it just doesn't feel like a star Mm -hmm. in that i know what you mean there there was a longevity yeah you haven't even you haven't even heard the word starlet in years Mm -hmm. you know and And that used to be a big thing it was like who's the new starlet in hollywood this that's crazy you said george clooney because i was just thinking about all that because i've been watching the ocean series again oceans 12 13 and uh like man, I feel like there's he, not really actors like this yeah, anymore. Well, he he's he, for me just the way he carries himself. I haven't mm. seen him for a long time. Him and Julia Roberts have a new it, release out. I know. I hear. I'm like, gotta see. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's called? No. Oh cool. It's called Nah. I look nah. Nah. Seriously, it was like <laughs> she, she nah. was trying to get some. She was like Nah. And then they just went to the credits. Hey, you guys, you guys going to see Nah tonight? <laughs> Love? Nah. Every nah. time I've auditioned for something, I've heard that. Nah. Star nah. Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Nah. Nah. <laughs> but he is. He he. For me, he was the last movie star. Right. He he just always looked so cool. Yeah. And he did. Right. Has and he, still and, does. And he, he did. Cool. There was no trash on him. Yeah. And, right, and, and that's see, what and I that's, mean. Like he and, composed himself, like yeah, you're right. Used to yeah. back in Hollywood. I, I take it to back to what, to how he grew up. Growing up in Augusta, his Augusta, dad. Kentucky, his dad, um, he got to see a lot of his aunt, his aunt who was uh, Rosemary, uh, Rosemary Clooney, Clooney yeah. famous, famous and, singer, um, had a hard life the way she passed away. He got to see a lot of Hollywood because Dan Carl, you know a lot about this. Yeah, she, he got to see a lot of, and he, he has cousins who were uh, lead at, men at one point, and he passed away. I can't remember his cousin's name, but uh, oh, oh yeah, Rosemary's I, son. Actually. Yes, yeah, but uh, so George came from. His dad was a uh, his dad was an amazing um, news guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I can had, see that. He, he has that kind of presence. And but he looked, and he had his yeah, dad. just a very pretty guy. Was, yeah, oh, his dad is gorgeous. Well, you can, yeah. I mean, George is a good looking dude. Yeah. His dad is such an amazing guy. His character and what he was about. So his dad was uh, his dad is in the Kentucky's um, NAACP Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Hmm. And that tells you something because his dad refused. Like uh, they didn't want to. His dad used to host a um, a dance show, and he wanted to integrate races, mm-hmm. but they weren't having it. Yeah. So he went out to find sponsors to make that happen. Like I want to make this happen, and it happened because George Clooney's dad made it happen. Dang. And he's in the Kentucky. Um, oh gosh, I didn't. Know Hall that. of Fame wow. for for bringing race together like that. It went successful. They thought it was going to be crazy and chaotic. Yeah, yeah. No, it nope, went it's well. it's fine. <laughs> so, so he's an amazing guy. And wow. George got a lot of, uh, lot of um, humanity from his dad and just learned yeah. to conduct himself and live and be a, yeah, be a good man. That's what I'm saying, man. You learn a lot. You, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you grow up. That's how you learn. So in your, your mentality. in your experience, um, what do you think uh, were some projects that really challenged you that maybe didn't feel like 
as easy for you? Are there anything, any films you in think stand out? Just, um, well, not that we're a challenge. Uh, it comes easy to me. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I had such good, real basic training, not a lot of stuff. I just get a script. I read it. The writer's going to tell me everything I need to know. Mm. I never inject my personal life ever in my right. work. And I'll use crying as an example. That uh, I remember asking an actress I worked with, I said, oh my God, how can, I said, you've been crying all day, you've been able to do it over and over, and she says, oh, I just think of my Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Who was Jeffrey? Her and, and that was a, a love of her. That was a love my of My Jeffrey. <laughs> that was a love of hers that died. And um, I thought, man, I would never do that because I was trained that that is not healthy to be bring, to bring, go bring back, real to go back on things that you have come to live with. And mm -hmm. we all have tragedies and mm -hmm. sadness enough, but don't use that. Yeah. And so I just, in my mind, I become friends with the author and I go, okay, what's he telling me here? Right. What, what is he telling me? What does he want from me? So I learned, the first thing I learn is the dialogue. Mm -hmm. Just get it out of the way so I don't even have to think it. I can, you can call me, okay, page so-and-so, and, -so and I'm, I can just flash it off. Um, you get the dialogue out of the way, and don't ever fake anything. Mm -hmm. If you're working with a bad actor, and he's irritating you, use it. Right. If it, and you'll know. I do that with Zach all the time, you, you, actually. Yeah, well, see. I have and to use it. it. You know, I have to really just <laughs> it pack happens. it down. I have to pack it down and become a professional. So does his girlfriend. <laughs> like, Jesus. You're horrible. <laughs> Carl, I don't have a girlfriend anymore. Let me channel this. She's, she's like, next, next audition. Exactly. So, anyway, so uh, if a script is really badly written, that's the biggest challenge. But how do you try, know? Try how do you pick make... up on it? What what stands out? You be like, yeah. uh, well, uh, it, 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 how how do you know if a script is? Bad? Yeah. Well, you know when a movie's boring, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know when a script is. Boring. If you have okay, a hard, hard time okay, making it past the first few pages. And, and <laughs> so you, you you know what you're looking and, for. And so I so my challenge is to bring some life to it as mm -hmm. best I can without going beyond the boundaries of the of the piece gotcha and and to just keep it simple and honest mm -hmm. and it's just easy and i just can't wait to get in there and chew up the scenery in my quiet little way I yeah <laughs> no. I did, that's did what you... i was doing all day yesterday so i was on this high all day mm. it was just it was fun now do you find um when you're doing takes on a scene um, like I know I can only liken it to music cause I've never been involved with film, but I've done a lot of recording and that sort of thing. And, um, in music, there's this thing I've experienced where if you do something maybe 10 or 12 times, a lot of times the very first time you go through is kind of the best take. And does that translate or is it really just depend on the movie itself? Yeah, that's, that, that depends. And things are kind of shot, I think, a little more loosely and freely today. In my early television days, when you stepped in, you rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed that scene. And then, okay, 
that now you're going to do it for camera. Right, you didn't get 50 and chances And you say, at it. yeah, and you go take one, okay, and if there was, okay, got to do two because this didn't work or the light wasn't in the right place mm. and or the cameraman wants to change. It's always something. And, and I was trained, you learned how to do it for the first time every time you do it. Right. You just, I've never, oh, yeah. I've never done this before and I'm, and, but the thing, the thing that I'm amazed at what my, what I do and what my fellow actors do is, it's like, oh, well, you guys, even when, in your work, you do the same stuff over and over, mm. but it's always a little different. Yeah. But yeah. it's the same. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, it's, you, and what I do is I have to know where to stand, when to pick up the thing, do this, blah, blah, and say the lines and, and and people don't realize it's a it's a whole ballet of right. It's not just saying dialogue. Body movements, and, yeah, and facial yeah, yeah, you've got to hit, yeah. or you have to hit a mark, or maybe you're doing a scene where you've got for the camera, you've got to hit here. Now you've got handheld camera, so sometimes the, the cameraman's right there with right. you, right. and um, that can be fun. <laughs> no, I did a movie where the cameraman was just in our faces, three of us. A story about three people, and it was just an amazing experience. How he became invisible to us oh, because we yeah. and we it. and it was the director just let he just said just do just play the scene. So we'd all start off really kind of mild, and by the time we'd get doing it for the maybe fifteenth or sixteenth time, we and, but the director this particular director shot everything. Oh yeah, it's a little piece I did just a couple of years ago called "Senior Love Triangle," based hmm. on a true story. I want to be in that triangle. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it was. I hate to break it, it to you, Carl, it, but you're already a senior. You're in it, Carl. Yeah. It was, you get a free breakfast at Grand a Slam every month. <laughs> it was. It was. It's two two old women and an old guy, Ooh. and it's just a fascinating. That's um, a triangle. I've ever heard it, of one. Well, it it's it's it ha it's it has it. Sexual moments in it, but it's an it's a re, it's almost a documentary. Yeah, that's mm. how close we were to to the actual story. That's Director cool. said ninety seven percent of the film was actual. Wow! And we shot in the same places in Hollywood wow. where these people. Yeah. So do you get to the point now, since you've done it for so long, that the cameras aren't even really in your? Oh, yeah, well, they never, point of view. they never, yeah. they never are. That's a good they question. Never, it's, just, you're, you're, it's just they, you in the scene in that moment. That's they, a good question. They never, yeah, they never. Well, a good camera. Because I feel job like starting out as an actor, an actress, that's something that's like, okay, act like the cameras aren't there. But then once you get to doing it for so long, just like with Carl, with stand-up comedy, you probably don't even go. I mean, I, there's instances you probably get nervous, but you're not like excited, nervous. Yeah, it's exci excited. It's not like a oh, I don't want to bomb, nervous. Yeah, it's like, yeah. excitement. Excited. It's, it's, Whereas yeah. with yeah. like starting out, I feel like it's like oh, I don't want to bomb. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. with acting, it's like oh, the cameras are watching. I got to act like cameras aren't watching me. Yeah. So who am I playing to? Yeah. The yeah. camera? Then I'm gonna yeah. fuck yeah. it up because yeah. I'm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I'm and and but see, but you, when you when you're doing it, it becomes part of part of the work. Right. So you know where the camera is, mm -hmm. and I know where where that light is, and and you know you know is this blocking or yeah 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 the blocking. I, I mean, yeah. and I'm but I figure okay, there's three cameras there. They're they're, they're going to see what they're going to see. So I'm right. just, I'm relaxed. There's a certain I, amount of it that's it's really the cameraman's job to not have you thinking. Totally. Yeah. About well, totally. well, they, they, they just, they do their, everybody does their job. You've got on a, on a sort of normal set, you have maybe 
30, 50 people. Mm -hmm. right. And up, up here, all around here. Right. Soundstage. <laughs> or you yes. might, you yeah. might yeah. be doing something with the prop, and you've got a guy down yeah, here. Yeah. The table is going to take it out of your hand. Yeah. And you, and you, <laughs> I mean, you have no idea. And it just amazes me what we do. Right. And, and how good we all are at mm -hmm. it. And the orchestra. Because our job is to kind of transform the audience into another world. Totally of transform. Transform. My favorite characters you did was the psycho mom. Oh. That nut job <gasps> mom. What was the name of that? That Besetment. Besetment. That movie. I have the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> you killed. Did you get that, that when you grew up she in Ohio? Was, Where'd you oh, get that at? She yes. was she was the Norman Bates mom. We got to see Norman Bates mom. You watch oh, that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're seeing Norman Bates mom. None Norman of Bates that. Hotel. Yeah, yeah, so no, psycho buddy, not baseball. We talking about psycho. He said baseball. Yeah. Tell them young bucks. We're gonna <laughs> bring it back to the original. The, mm -hmm. Okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah, this is this is a horror film. Yeah, and it's not the really, one that you did. It's not. Yeah, it's not really a horror film. This we did fairly recently, about what, five years ago, six years ago. It's called Besetment in Mitchell, Oregon. It's okay. called Besetment. You can <laughs> get it for a couple of bucks. I think on Amazon yep. Prime. Mm. I do bad. I do really bad stuff. I'm the horror in the horror film. Right, bro. And oh, and man, that's so so, so the first thing I said to myself was, okay, I'm the horror in the horror film. I'm going to be the nicest lady that you ever. So you just play against it. Yeah, you right. just you. Because I, it's more unsettling if the horror. It was person. so unsettling. Oh, it's yeah. so real. So it when was, so when they give you a role like that, yeah. do you kind of just take it and make it your own, or do they tell you this is what we want you to do? Oh no, nobody ever tells you what what they want you to do. They might tell you they want you to do a special action. Right, right, or right. right. Mm -hmm. But I've never. We want I, you to slam I, the table I, against it, the wall it, or yeah, something. Yeah, if but. yeah, and if I come in, I I come in having made choices, and we start playing the scene. But most of my performances comes from the other person. Mm, I don't. Oh, that was what I started to say when uh, getting ready for a role. Is I know what I have to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Gotcha. I don't yeah, know, there we go. I don't know how. I, it was like yesterday. I was in a in doing a scene that I found very difficult to do. When I was reading it, I thought it's, and it was difficult to memorize it because it just didn't kind of flow for me. And I thought I have to work through this. And by by the time I I got the lines out of the way, which was a huge help, and then I just got in the set because I had no idea what, and I have a dead body next to mm -hmm. me. And I've, I thought, oh, I've got all this now uh -huh. I can use. And it just turned into a really lovely, really lovely scene. And it was, and, and it's fun to do because I'm surprising myself as I'm doing it. Well, I and was going to say that same thing. There's so many actors and actresses that get caught up in this process of having to be method or having to like <laughs> tap into, you know, days and hours and weeks worth of research on a role. And I have to imagine that that drives you manic and it makes your performance less enjoyable for you. Yeah. Whereas if you're going in and you're going off, this is my instinct of how to play this scene, well, you're probably it, having it, a better time than they are. Well, the, the, the writer gives me my instinct. And then I had a teacher say, you can fill yourself with all the research you want if that, if that helps you. But you, the, all you really need is what the writer is telling you. But if it's, like I say, if it's bland or something, then, okay, what can I do to kind of fix this? What can I do? So I kind of talk to the ghost writer in my mm -hmm. mind. 
and come up with something. But it, it's, uh, it's not that difficult. I think acting takes a certain amount of courage and a lot of balls because, Hallelujah. and you got to be nuts. You, but, and you've got, you've got, speaking of balls, you got to be nuts to do it. <laughs> you got to be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, 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 oh, it, 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 it's, speaking it's, of balls. Well, I mean, to stand up in front yeah. of a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. Now, in, in this film, Besetment, when I got the script, there's a scene in it that it was is pretty obscene. And, and we're not going to ruin it for you. And but I said the, to the, with the, son? the writer director, regarding I said the to Brad, no, to Brad. Yeah, no, the scene regarding the, the son. Yeah, that's called that scene by the horror critics. Yeah, yeah that they, scene. That scene. They mm -hmm. can't talk about it because it's that bad. Right. And I and can't wait. And so when I when I got the script, I said I can't. I I hope everybody's watching this is now watching Besetment. Yeah, watch Besetment. <laughs> well, we're watch gonna it. we're gonna put up a, a we'll link. find you. We'll put up links for you guys to be able to click and just yep. be creepy. Yeah. It it um I I oh what was my whole point now? Uh, oh, I that said scene. to the director, I said I can't. I said I don't know about that scene. I don't think I can do that. Right. That's what I'm so, wondering. So then he sp he he put it on the shelf. I think for about a year. And came back to me. He said, "Oh, I've done some rewriting, and here, um, here it is." And so I'm reading it, and I thought, "Oh, good, maybe that scene's not in there." And I mm -hmm. said, "Oh, that scene's in there." And I thought, "Oh, Marlon, this is—you could have such fun with this role." Yes. And I'm not offered lead, big lead yes. roles like mm -hmm. that anymore. And um, so I, I said, "I can. Okay, I'll just do it. I'll just do it." And I have a. Can you say really bad words on this show? Yeah, okay. yeah. Say whatever you want. <laughs> say it. No, because when when I if I'm in a scene and I just am a little bit uncomfortable with it, I just go. I, the director says, "Action!" And it, a little thing just go. Oh fuck it, just do it. And yeah. that free, frees me up. It right. just totally yes. ripping off the totally, band. It just just Take so this place. scene, I really. Did a major uh, it fuck because, it. Yeah. He'll say it for you. Uh, she did a fuck it. It, it was, um, and it's creepy in the movie. Yes, right. It's probably uh, one of the better I'm things that sells the character it, in the movie. I well, imagine. it's, 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 you just don't, you, it's like, is she really doing what mm -hmm. I think she's yeah, doing? Exactly. Because you don't see anything. You don't, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It's all played off my face. Yes. Right. Which is harder and to do. it's. <sighs> Unsettling. It, it, was, it yeah. is. It's just, it's it's just Carl's creepy. favorite scene, though. It's, why do you keep, why do you keep rewinding everybody. to that scene, Carl? What do you think? Carl, <laughs> right. every, every time you turn on Amazon, it says, do you want to finish watching Besetment? <laughs> yeah, do you want to Would you like to finish you watching Besetment? It stops yes. after that scene. Would you like to finish watching Besetment? Or they actually message me. Tell yeah. Besetment. So, like, oh, thank you. You haven't have finished you ever, watching Besetment. Have you ever had an experience where, um, like, you, you play a character... And then later in your life, you find that you've taken on unexpectedly some similar things to a character Ooh, you played question. earlier. No, I good. Don't think, I don't think so. After the no. set, then, thank I don't you. Think yeah, so. right. right. Oh no, no. I just want to do another juicy role. Like yeah, that. right. Sure. It, it probably right. makes you wonder what 
like, well, what am I even capable of? If I was able to do that, maybe I'm capable of pushing those right. lines any, even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it was, I did it because I figured not that many people would see it. Right. <laughs> and but I'm then, not, I'm not a big a name. I have no children. I have right. no family. So I wasn't going to embarrass anybody. you're not going to run for office. Yes, it, no. Right. Well, now she will. Yeah. Bring up that scene. Well, yeah, you should. You'll get elected. Oh, yeah, everybody be afraid yeah. not to vote for oh, you. At least you can talk. <laughs> Just show that scene. At least you can hold a conversation. With us. Don't get me into politics. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. There we go. None of us. None of us. Yeah. But um, anyway. So the, I want to do some name dropping. Okay. Name drop. Oh, and drop. and you sure. also brought some absolutely stunning yeah. pictures with you. We're going to talk about those a little bit, and then for the people on YouTube that can see what we're doing. Um, we're going to be showing those photos. So for yeah. you people who are listening in on the audio version of the podcast, oh. this episode is a great reason why you should go over to YouTube and YouTube. click the subscribe button and check us out because you can see what we really do, see what everyone faces. looks like. Well, exactly. I can describe in... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we're definitely, <laughs> we definitely yeah, want that, that too. Yeah, but tell us these name drop. Let me do Tell us these C-list celebrities you worked with. But one of them... A lot. We got two, we got two big ones, two big ones. But the first one... Um, that I want to bring up is uh, you work with one of my favorite people, not just um, actor, martial artist, but one of my favorite people, Bruce Lee. Uh, Bruce Lee changed my life. That's it. And wow. you told me you told me about the conversation, some words he said. To yeah. You. So share that. There's three little words. Mm-hmm. What is is. We were, we, uh, Bruce was in the series Longstreet with me. He did the first four episodes. And this, this is one day we're on the set and sh- we're shooting and waiting around. And I don't know what we were talking about. I have no memory of any conversations with Bruce. And because it, it was all, you know, just incidental stuff yeah. when you're working. And most of his stuff with Jimmy was all the martial arts stuff with mm-hmm. Jimmy. But anyway. At one point, he comes to me, and he, he was shorter than me, and I had my little heels on. So he's, he looks, he takes me by the shoulders, and he looks up at me, and he says, I'm going to say something to you. I don't want you to say anything. I just want you to think about it. I said, okay. And he just looked right into my eyes and said, what is, is. Away, and I thought, well, that's pretty easy. What is this? <laughs> right. well, yeah. At first, it seems like that. nothing. You know, that but it kept coming back to me yeah. over, I mean, a long period of time. And I thought, why? Why did he say that to me? And I'll never know why he said it to me because I don't know what we were talking about. But it, he must have sensed something in it because one day I, I said, I get it. And I can't explain it, but I get it. And it was something that I, those three words kind of just fell into a feeling. Mm -hmm. And saved my ass a billion times since then. I just don't let, I mean, I get excited and I can get upset and stuff, but he just comes right in front of me and says, what is, is. And it doesn't mean not to 
feel things or anything, but it ke- keeps me level. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. almost it's almost like a statement of it's out of your control. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just yeah. go. Let it, let it be out yeah. of your yeah. control. Just let it be. Stop yeah. trying to let control. It be. Don't control that's, things that are out of your control. Yeah. Don't try to control things that are out of your control. That, that's let a, it be. I have a little slate the at Beatles. home, and it's and it's I've got written on it B E. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just—it's just there all the time. Just That's be. so awesome. Right. And because life, it, it just keeps life simple. It just keeps everything really nice and simple. And um, I just feel lucky. But he was—he did that. Really changed my life. Wow. Yeah. His. It was. He yeah. was so intuitive. Was so connected. Yeah. He was so yeah. connected with. Well, with he was um, uh, uh, very much a teacher for so many years, and. Uh, if you've ever known any teachers, you take on this thing and you do it, whether it's like a comedian, they say it's always on sometimes. And mm-hmm. the yeah. people that teach and are good at it, they are they don't even realize sometimes the little things that they say to you. And then, like you said, you'll chew on that for however long yeah. and all of a sudden it becomes profound in mm-hmm. a way yeah, that it, you, it, you never knew. Profound is a perfect word. Yeah. I just had this profound moment. I went, I get it. And I thought, how can I explain it? So I, I have a lot of conversations. I pass it on because I mm-hmm. feel that's what I should do. And um, it's nice when sometimes I have this one married couple that say, oh, you don't know how you saved us with that. <laughs> right. I said, no, don't give me that. Yeah. Give that to Bruce. He, yeah. That's where yeah. I got it. Well, yeah. that's, the, that's the job of it, anyone is you get those it, pearls of wisdom yeah. to pass that on. And you got you have to share it. Yeah, you have to pay it forward. I remember a person once told me, and it wasn't a person I'm acquainted with. It was a random, I met at a party. We were having a conversation. And there's that saying that, you know, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about whatever it was, and this person just popped off. Whatever doesn't make you stronger is killing you. That's a good point. And like we that. all we That's all solid. just went, yeah. What? <laughs> like, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was one of those moments yeah. Yeah. in my life, throughout different tar- times of my history, I've yeah. heard that you know whatever isn't making yeah. you stronger is killing you. Wow. And it, and it's a different way of saying it. it's like you know one way is kind of playing playing like I'm the successful victim card and uh-huh, the other way is uh-huh. playing the I'm in control of my success. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not what happens to me. I'm what I decide to happen. What I experience is is it's time for something to happen. It's coming. You know what I mean? Oh, something yeah. that's going to cause a shift in me. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I knew it was coming. Never knew. I just know in my in my really because I'm because I see myself a spiritual man um, in Christ. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. got their own. But I experienced like something's coming. I know that's just how it is because I call for it. Change. Mm-hmm. Like something has to change. Like whatever's got to go, let it go. So when it comes, it's just like, ooh, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's that well, time. Yeah. And, cha- and seriously, yeah. man, it's like. Well, that change is happening while you're, you're talking about it. Yeah. I mean, it's just every, that's, that's something that we seem to have trouble accepting is that change is inevitable. Inevitable. It, right. Because it's going on as we sit here. Good yeah. point. This second. You know? Every second. Every Some second. people might yeah. say it's the and, whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And and sometimes people say, Shout oh, I love it when you. Shout to the point. <laughs> <laughs> when, sometimes people say, oh, I, I thank you for se- t- teaching me it is what it is. I said, no, no, too right. many words. 
Yeah. Too many words. It's only three words. Mm-hmm. What is is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it, yeah, it <laughs> well, is what it is. It's a little that, different. That, oh, it, there's that, no it. That no. sounds. There's no it. And, and it sounds more defeating to say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it is. It does. And what is is still a complaint. What is is still a complaint. That sounds. It is what it is. That sounds more enlightened. That sounds like someone going, "What is it is," and then just cheerfully walking away, and you're going. Uh, uh, and there and there's no it. Right. No. What is is? There's mm-hmm. just is. Right. What is is? And I think that was and what whatever reasons uh, maybe was just saying to me don't sweat the small shit. You know, or anything. Yeah, don't anything. sweat anything. Don't sweat anything. Don't sweat. Don't yeah. ever sweat again. But, it's just and, like and, and I can't tell you how long that took me to come to that moment. I don't know how many months or if it was a couple of years. But you or know what, how the but, saying goes when the student oh, is ready, the teacher will appear. So that was the teacher dropped that on you a long yeah. time ago. Then the student was ready. Well, he, well that and I. Say, he, that's why I say he sent something in me that I would understand it. Yeah. Because he says think He's about very intuitive. it. He didn't expect me to. He said right. think about it. Yeah. And and that's so, always cool. That so a day does not go by that I don't think about him. That's good. Yeah. There's always yeah. something, especially in the news. I'm just going, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's an important lesson. It too. doesn't mean not to do anything, though. Right. It doesn't mean not to participate or or right. do whatever to, to participate. It's in also life. like a declaration it, of honesty. Yes. Like you can't ignore it, what yeah, is at the yeah, same time as you also yeah. can't control it. Totally. Was there was there one other person you? Yeah, yeah. Who's this other? Who's the other guy? Famous person. Yeah. I don't know. Now, to me, to me, famous. Eh. You know, yeah. like not as famous as you'd expect. Yeah. It's, I mean, Probably. it's not that big of a problem. Now, who could that be? Yeah. <laughs> is it a Carl Lee? <laughs> is it this guy? Ooh, who is, is this guy? Is that him? Is that him? Who's see. this guy? Let's show the people who we talking about. Where we go? Oh my goodness! That's true. Yeah, we're gonna we point go? that at the main camera. The king. The king, baby. That's the great way. The king. The king, Elvis Presley. We. I th- always. Thought we would have made a great Bonnie and Clyde. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and I can see that. If they, if 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 oh in another gosh. in another time, right? And another, he and I, another casting. He and I would have been a great Bonnie wow. and Clyde together. Tell us about that photo. Um, I was That's Elvis Presley's leading lady in his next to last movie called The Trouble with Girls. And I was his trouble. There were a few other girls in it, but I was his. Leading lady, and even in that, and even in that pose, you can see that Elvis is always dancing, mm-hmm. even when he's not dancing. He, he, uh-huh. oh, he was, he was the. I have to say right off, so there's no question, he was an elegant, funny, generous, kind, uh, extremely talented person wow. and actor, mm-hmm. and we all, we all know singer and, and this- musician. What year? This was 1968. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was on the back lot of the mm-hmm. MGM Studios, what, which no what, longer exists. What year did he pass? He was 42, I think, 1977. Yeah. 77. Nine years after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that was earlier in his career. Right. Well, th- this he made 30 movies. Oh, geez. 30, yeah, yeah, no, he made 31 movies. Mm-hmm. This was his 30th. Oh, okay. So that was later in his so acting career. So this was late, later in his acting career. But mm. he did one more movie after that, and then hit the road, went to Vegas. That's when he went to Vegas. And I have a whole bunch of stories. I just did a, a, um, an interview with Netflix. 
I went to Memphis for Elvis week. I was one of the judges for the ultimate oh, Elvis. That's so cool. That's cool. And, and well oh yeah, deserved. it was fun. Well deserved. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a lot of fun. I've I've done a number of them. They're, they're a lot of fun to do. There, there are some talented. So they just guys find you and, and reach out to you and say, hey, do you want to come be a judge here? They did find me, yeah. and I didn't do any shows for years yeah. after he died. I didn't want to sell my photos. I have a bunch of photos. I didn't want to right. sell my photos. I loved Elvis. I didn't. I said, I'm not making money off the guy. That's so I, awesome. And, and I don't like to charge the fans for stuff, but I ended up doing that when I started making my own. When I, start, <laughs> when, I start, when I started yeah. making my own movies, I That's said, yeah. I could use the extra cash. Yeah. But anyway... Around the same time in 09, um, EPE, Elvis Presley Enterprises, found me and asked me if I wanted to come to Memphis. And this was January for the anniversary of his oh, wow. birthday. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So I, I thought, yeah, why not? Yeah, I, right. I'll just do it. And I've been doing them ever since. I've made a number of trips to... Um, Memphis, and Love then it. then other That's Elvis so cool. events. I did a I was an MC of an Elvis tour in Europe. Ooh, that was great. What? We did that in I did I was seventy five and I was amazed. I was amazed I could do it. Mm -hmm. They asked me to. I, I only went to be as I, old I can be. Yeah, yeah, old, yeah. For the old right. fans. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, the producer after the second we were in Sweden. And that was where we started. We did uh, seven countries, 15 shows in seven countries in 17 days, something like wow. that. It was, it was an, I can see how they get on drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in order I, to mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, if I was there any longer, I'd probably be in yeah. Hell's well, Kitchen speaking right of now. that, you also it's, have another great yeah, photo. That, that yeah, you what's, called, this, what's the next you photo? You called it the cocaine photo. And that's oh, not the it. cocaine yeah. photo. Oh, well, we'll save the cocaine right. photo. This is just proof. People ask me if I kissed Elvis, so that's proof that I kissed oh Elvis. No, it was not a romantic kiss. Right. My Maybe eye, not for you. My, yeah, not for you. My you don't know what Elvis was thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was feeling on Marlon, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he might have had a little trouble concentrating in those scenes. You just play it off like, oh, no, we're just friends. He's like, mm. yeah. Well, well he, my, my, my eyes are open, and his are kind of partially open. We talk through the kiss. Yes. And if you see the movie The Trouble with Girls, you'll know Watching why it. we're what why we're talking. Mm -hmm. That's so anyway, so cool. I but it, it was they say were his lips soft. I don't know. I we I was trying not to bust his lip. So it was <laughs> yeah, we we get thrown. Right busted something. We, we get we get something busted. I have a zipper story. Ooh, yeah, oh, I bet you do. I bet I you, a, it's getting I, saucy. I, uh -huh. I, I do I have an Elvis zipper story. You're gonna have to I, spill I, the tea I, on that I, one. You you can, you can, I think you can get it on YouTube, but it's better when you Dang, see so me cool. live doing it live. Mm -hmm. it, but it was You oh, don't get a you don't get an idea of the was, magnitude of his sideburns until you really pork see chops. Yeah, I mean it was some pork chops. He had, he had the width. It wasn't just the yeah. it was, mm -hmm. you know, it, it was right out to the dimple. And he had beautiful do, hair. Do you know the first thing he said to me when when we were introduced? It was our first day of music rehearsal. Hey, pretty lady. <laughs> what? He said he tried to do hey, it. He was trying to do it. Yeah. was a person who uh -huh. was trying to do oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, guys. I wasn't now, alive then. He, he comes into the room, and we're introduced, and he says, oh, he says, uh, he says, uh, um, I apologize for my hair. He says, Mary Keats just dyed my eyebrows, 
eyebrows and my eyelashes. And I thought, I'm going to love this guy. He just laid on like a woman's personal yeah, story exactly. to me. I'm going to love him. <laughs> and we just... Connected. Yeah, we just mm -hmm. connected. That's so I'm, cool. I'm glad he was married because he would have broken my heart. Because you would have broken my heart. You would have gave him no child because you would have gave him something. Yeah, he would have broke him off a piece of that. You would have broke him off some of that. He would have broken my heart. You would have got a chance to see if those hips work the same way in the bedroom as in the dance floor. I feel my temperature rise. <laughs> also not a good Elvis, but that's fine. That's that fine. was a good one. Yeah. yeah, that was a good pelvis. I feel my temperature rising. But that's <laughs> oh, you know what I'll give you on that? Your hands were accurate. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, your, man. Your hands were very accurate. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Never <laughs> blue. You know what I was always curious. Here, here's what I was always curious about. So uh, without you, randomly related. Yes. Um, just Zach, that was him. good, Zach. Oh, I do. Oh, that was good. Trust me, I that do. That was good, Zach. Um, <laughs> Just randomly related, um, I do leather work, and a friend of mine sent me a picture from Elvis's uh, 71 comeback special. Whoa. And in this comeback oh, special, in this comeback special, Elvis has these two leather cuffs that he's wearing. And um, he was actually the first person I ever saw to wear that sort of jewelry. And that ended up in the 70s being a huge thing was the leather mm -hmm. cuff jewelry. But it's so funny how far ahead of his time that he yeah. was because those would have had to been custom made and they're very well made and they were actually a style that would hold up to yeah. this day yeah and that was for his i loved him special. that was in the uh, i had started to say it and tell me if i got into it is i um did this interview with netflix oh yeah i yeah, started talking mm -hmm. about memphis well it, it they're doing a documentary on the comeback special oh, and they found oh, so you'll be on that well, they found an, an interview in one of the books. A fellow named Bill Bram did a, an extensive book on Elvis, and he interviewed me, and I told him this story. And um, uh, uh, I'm, now I'm drawing a blank. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in. They, yeah, they, they read the article. They found me and said it fits in with their with their documentary on gotcha. the comeback special because when I met Elvis I told him I said I'm not a fan of yours and I got that kind of his it's like a sidebirds kind of did yeah. a flip and, <laughs> like what am I working with here right. and uh, and I, I said I don't mean it unkindly uh, I said but I just I'm into other kind of music yeah, yeah. I said my mm -hmm. my goal was to star in a Broadway musical which I did. I, I'm on my third bucket list. Nice. So so one of my on my first bucket list was to do a Broadway show. Yeah. So I just came off of that and I told him, I said, I, I of course I know who you are and I know some of your music and but I said, I never followed your career. And uh, mm. and so I said, I've never seen you perform. And I, mm. I didn't tell him I never saw any of his movies, but I didn't. <laughs> I just I, Elvis was not part of my my life. He wasn't on your radar. So yeah. now he's on my radar. Mm -hmm. And he, and everyone you and, know that's a fan yeah. is probably so well, jealous well, that you're getting Well, the, he yeah. he and I just we just hit it off. We we both lived to perform. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. was the beauty of and that was why he was such he was a mm. one people put Jeez. down his acting. He was an amazing actor. I loved his Cuz I could throw anything at that mm -hmm. guy and he would give me an honest reaction. Yeah. So when you see the movie there's, you you see the spark that 
that kind of connects us. How much were were you able to in it, that in that script? Were you guys able to ad lib at all, or was that all scripted? Uh, or because it, it of was it was it was all in my mind. It was all pretty much scripted. But the motions, the acting part of it. Wasn't. Yeah, there's no way. You know, like in that. the music number, he does little things, and we were always doing things, and it just kept. But it was always within the framework of what we were supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. Right. And but anyway, that was uh, when uh, Netflix. Insane. They like the stories because when I he called me into his dressing room and he says I have a a show coming on this weekend. I didn't know anything about a comeback. I didn't know he had left. <laughs> so he says, I've got a show coming on this weekend. I'd like you to watch it and tell me what you think. Right. And I, I thought, oh, okay. I'm working <laughs> with I gotta watch I, it. I, I, I already watch, told I, you I, I'm I, not in your stuff. I'm not. I don't I, watch TV. I love, that, I love that, you know, he's trying so hard, and you're kind of like, ah, <laughs> you know, I'll give it a <laughs> show. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'll watch it. So I give up my weekend to watch Elvis. He comes out in that black leather, and I'm going, mm -hmm. ooh. Yes, oh, that ooh. fit was he's, sick. He, from the white suit to the yeah. black suit. I'm, That's where Eddie Murphy got it I'm from. Going, I'm going, he's looking good. And he starts in doing that show, and I had no idea. I had no idea. The guy was just a natural performer. Mm -hmm. He never faked anything. Mm -hmm. He never faked anything when we were acting. That was the beauty of him. So then, to end the story, to bring it to a complete circle, I go back to work on Monday yeah, it's me, Elvis. Opens the door. I said, I told you I wasn't a fan. <laughs> I said, I am now. I said, you don't. I said, you don't know how talented you are. Mm -hmm. And then shortly uh -huh. after that, he called me in and said, "I'm." I, he was like a kid in a candy store. He said, "I'm going to Vegas." He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. That tell, was such a huge accomplishment yeah. to get a residency. It was a huge move. Well, well, see, I had played Vegas. I'd been a singer at the Desert Inn. Right. Just a production singer, nothing serious. But I was a, oh, God, I've done all kinds of things. She's and, 82, uh, man. Uh, uh, do you want to adopt uh, me? Uh, yeah, Zach, oh. just because Zach, no. you never did anything. No, we don't with need your the more kids. I, I'm We're telling happy. You, I can tell you, we could sit here and tell, I have a billion stories. I've only told you two. So <laughs> We're anyway. going to dinner. Okay. So, Elvis, who else? Is there anybody else? No, oh, I want okay. you to finish on these oh, photos. Oh, oh, on the photos. Oh, well, this is proof. That I, I was only one of three women to ever record with Elvis. And it was the worst song in the world called Signs of the Zodiac. I'm sorry. I know the, that song. The, I know what you're talking about. Uh, you're right. It, <laughs> out, of all, out of all the Elvis things, you're it was, right. one, it was one of those. Terrible. It wasn't even a song. And yeah. it goes on for 15 minutes yeah. because it covers a all kinds of stuff is going the on. Set design but was anyway, great, but though. this is oh yes, the set yeah. and the costumes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now this is what we're saving the cocaine story. Mm. <clears throat> uh oh. We I don't know. I I do not know why we're in doing what we're doing here, but um I think I broke Elvis up, which I do in the movie, and they left it. He's in the laughing movie. his ass off. In there's that a, there's a scene in the movie where he does that, but he's standing up. It's his close up, and I'm doing whatever I'm supposed to do, and I break him up, and he break he he goes out, he doesn't go out of character. He just but he he looks, and you know he's looking at somebody off sides, like in the crew, he's because like, <laughs> and he's just busting up. Well, this is this is one of my favorite pictures of Elvis, because I know at that very 
moment in his life, he was 190% happy. He was just laughing his butt off. Someone saw this photo and said, what are you, snorting Coke? <laughs> and I, I didn't know that's what you did when you, I, I, well, I know about Coke now. I, <laughs> no. I don't mean that. Thanks, to, oh, Wait, thanks I to Carl Lee, she knows all about Well, I know it. all about Coke no, now. No, 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 well, only because of a few people I knew that uh, got it. She brought us complimentary Coke spoons when she came. Yeah. She was really nice of her. <laughs> we were doing lines before this show. Hey, oh clean, God! I Marla, I, I got clean that I, off. What are you I doing? Got, I got. I got. That's a power <laughs> You know. All. We had um some donuts on yeah, the craft the donuts. craft table we earlier. We had a donut eating contest before we started. <laughs> I've been trying not to sniff. She was trying not to itch her nose. I know. I know. In fact, look. Kleenex. <laughs> there you go. There's the highlight reel right there. Oh, oh hell yeah. Anyway. That's how you know she's a pro. Anyway, that, 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 that we ref, I refer to that as the cocaine photo. He's but, laughing his ass but, off and, in that and, picture. Because he's on cocaine. <laughs> he may have been the only one on cocaine. <laughs> I, in that Elvis time, was like. Who, who I, is, who's I, that right there in oh, the middle? The, I just started to say that the fellow in the middle is the late Edward Andrews. Very recognizable face. He, oh, okay. he was in a million... In a, oh, just a great actor. He almost bit his He's, he's his holding pipe, a, a, his like pipe, a corn cob. His or, pipe. Or a, he was just, yeah, yeah, the corn he cob was just, pipe. In his was, teeth. In he was film. trying to keep that's character. That's crazy. But, that's so cool. But that's, it's that scene that Elvis breaks up in when he, in the movie that, okay, they, that so they kept in. Anyway, so. That's cool. How but many anyway, that was Elvis. How you have to audition for that? I never auditioned. There we go. That's what I love. Wow. They, they called and asked for me. Mm -hmm. And today, if there are any filmmakers out there, I want to work. But you got to know, I don't audition. Oh, I, that's I, some OG shit. You know shit. why? Because she doesn't have to. I don't have to audition. She don't if, have to. Marlon, that's some OG shit if, right there. No, How many Elvises have you killed? Carl tried that same thing, and he just stopped getting booked. <laughs> I know. No it, more it gay porn for you. Worked very differently. Carl's never kissed Carl. Elvis. He just kisses pelvis. Yes, exactly. Oh. Listen, I, there, this, oh this one guy God. said to me, somebody said, oh, the, the wife said, oh, honey, kiss the lips that kissed Elvis. He says, why do I want to kiss the lips that kissed Elvis? You should want to kiss the lips that that's true. That, that is exactly. true. that is true. That is true. That is true. Well, it would have been a win-win. Because -win guy, this, he said, why do I want to kiss yeah. That's so funny. Wow. No. That that is and I had never, I had never thought about that. I've true. kissed, I've kissed more guys because I kissed Elvis. And Damn. The, 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 uh, yeah. You kiss more guys than Zach at this point. That's yeah. an accomplishment. Uh, it's quite a bit. It's true. Well, keep at it. Don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. That's <laughs> what we're learning from this You've episode. also kissed more girls because Elvis kissed everybody at his concerts. Oh, that's so. true. Well, not really. <laughs> no. No. But you know what? They don't have photos. You Thank true. you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, well, he, he gave me, I would rather have live, uh, Elvis, I'd rather have Elvis alive and well. And... But I gotta say, he's given me a great old age. That's it, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so I, I and think of him. Cool I think story. of Bruce Lee. I think of Elvis a lot. That's both so of them, awesome. It's well, just... I know we we were very very happy that you wanted to be a part of the podcast. Heck yeah. Oh, so this is happy just, for you sharing this. Is, this. Heck it's an yeah. honor. We're gonna put these photos up, like I said too, on the YouTube side. Um, we'll get some yes. shots of these so that we can kind of bring them up onto the screen. You yeah, can check them yeah. out. Yeah, and I have I have a few more too. Oh, yeah, 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 we're we'll, gonna put, we'll put those we on there. We'll put we, have, we don't have our clothes on. I, I 
Thought I'd bring those two. Well, that was me. That was I'll take pictures of about me and her. I'll, I'll take pictures of those and I'll make sure Let they get to Levi. That was down a, you that was a, a Maddie a Maddie request. That's not an Elvis song. I actually <laughs> playing with your money, baby. Oh yeah. I hey, just, mama. I just want you to know that I don't ask every guest for nudes, so I appreciate you sending <laughs> those. And it could have been awkward. You were super cool about it. That's I won't cool. share them. I appreciate it. <laughs> my Such lips are sealed. My exactly. lips are sealed. My lips are sealed. Right. Oh, thank you so much. Well, for this was so much fun. Thank you. So, so thank fun. you. So thank fun. you. You're and, a um, gem to be around. What yes. we'd also love to do too is maybe put up some links uh, to some of your work as well. Definitely. So we'll see what we can do to put some of that up in the episode. Oh, I have lots of stuff. And oh, yeah, 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 we'll we'll have yeah. um, and, and Levi. And uh, I I understand. I don't know what the old they sh where they show old TV shows, mm -hmm. but there's some that I. My Perry Mason gets shown all the time. My Bonanzas. Oh, oh yes. You name some my, good stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Th th they're on all the time. Yeah, still yeah. Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. I, yes. just, I just found, I find out wonderful things from fans. I did the last Hogan's Heroes. I did two, but I did one of them was the last one. Oh, wow. I had no idea. And I did the very last Perry Mason. Perry Mason. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was called You're the final called the final fade out. Yep. I remember watching. Okay, I'm gonna look for that final fade out. Okay. A lot of the Perry Masons when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. I, I still love them. I think come across my it, aunt. I, my aunt was an avid film person, mm -hmm. but she preferred things that were in black and white, and yeah. so she would always play yeah. these movies. And like, I mean, even back to Charlie Chaplin's silent films. That's it. Oh yeah. wow. So it was neat to be able to see that difference yeah. grow up with one and then I'm a, see yeah. it yeah. I'm an old black and white movie I don't that's yeah. Yeah. yeah there's there's something about uh that format where you have to work harder to convey life and emotion well it, mm. it well that's it's amazing point. how real it, it, it oh yeah and if you, you try you to if you try to recolor them like they do sometimes it takes away from what yeah it, was. it, it doesn't add to it yeah leave it because and it's because it's lit for black and white too. yeah right absolutely Right. Well, we're gonna, definitely going to put some of those links yes, to different definitely. things. Yep. And, and we, maybe, that, maybe that movie that we mentioned 500 times. Assetment. Yep. Assetment. Yes, and senior love triangles. A very interesting. Oh, I got film. that on deck. Yeah. Got that on deck. <laughs> got that on <laughs> deck. <laughs> That's right. But we, we feel so privileged and lucky yeah. to have you on the show. Yes, thank you, thank so, you so much thank for you. coming on. And uh, Such a pleasure. We will be happy to spread the word about all that. Show the photos and uh we just treasure the stories you shared with us thank so. you yes thank you be kind absolutely be kind. do a good deed remember, what is is oh, remember what is is what is and is. What is, is remember that you can subscribe to Heckleproof podcast on youtube or any other places that find podcasts or streams. anywhere we're about everywhere now and mm -hmm. thanks to our celebrity oh. connections, we're about to blow up. About to blow up. Hit the like call button. Call me Hiroshima. Hit the subscribe uh -huh. button. Call up Levi, and he'll hit it. Levi. He'll Levi. hit it Thank for you. Thank you, Levi. 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 Thanks, Levi. Thank you so much, guys. Peace. Peace. Bye. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And follow us wherever fine podcasts are streaming.